0: Hey everyone. This is Yvette Hampton and welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. I am thrilled that you have joined me today. I know there are so many other things you could be doing just thousands of other podcasts that you can be listening to. And we are thankful and blessed that you've chosen to listen to the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. We are back today with Tiffany Boyd. I am so thankful for her ministry and what she's doing through her Facebook page called Free Your Children. Uh, but first, I want to talk to you again about our sponsor CTC Math. I know you've heard us talking about CTC Math for quite some time now. They have actually been sponsoring this podcast. For the past three seasons, and we are so very thankful for them. They are a fantastic math program. If you guys have not tried them, I cannot encourage you more to go to their website ctcmath.com, and you can do a free trial with them. You can uh, try several lessons for free with your kids and see if it's a good match for you. Our family loves it. My girls have been using it for quite some time now, and we are so grateful to have someone else to teach math to our kids, and not me, because <laughs> they they would have basically stopped it. Like third grade math. (laughs) That wouldn't have been it. So visit ctcmath.com to find out more about them. Um, And also, if you guys would do us a favor and share this podcast with your friends right now, just pause really quickly, hit share, whether you're watching it or listening to it and share it with some friends who you know will be encouraged by it. Um, Tiffany, thank you for coming back with me again today. I am thankful for what you're doing for your ministry, your boldness in speaking out about what's happening in the public school system. Um, you know, I, as we have dug so deeply into homeschooling and family discipleship and, um, all the things that we do with our kids on a day-to-day basis, one of the parts of scripture that, that I've talked about on the podcast many times, but I'm going to keep repeating it because it's worthy of repetition is Psalm one verses one and two. And it says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. Um, As we look at that verse in relation to our children, there is no way that our kids can meditate day and night on the law of the Lord when they are away from us. For, you know, five days a week, seven, eight hours a day, depending on what grades they're in we cannot put our kids in the council of the wicked and and this is scripture this is not my opinion this is not tiffany's opinion this is what the word of god is telling us blessed is the man who walks not in the council of the wicked and we know that the government school system the public schools are the council of the wicked that's not to say that there are not some great teachers in the public school system you know tiffany you talked about how you had been a public school teacher and and um Monday's episode, there are a lot of really good people who are in the public school system. We know lots of them, administrators, teachers, you know, people of all sorts who love kids, who love your kids even. They don't love your kids like you do because they can't, but they really want to do good. They really want to be a light in a very, very, very dark place. But this is not the place for children to be. And one of the arguments that we continue to hear is we need to have our kids in the public school system to be salt and light. And I want to talk about that for a minute because our kids, and we we discuss this in the movie, if you have not yet watched the movie Schoolhouse Rocked, um, go to schoolhouserocked.com, which is our website, R-O-C-K-E-D, and um, you can get the movie there. We talk about the importance of not putting our kids on the front lines of this battle that even... Adults are having a hard time fighting, and the uh, adults are losing this battle. You know, I look at my family, and my husband Garrett was in the military. My dad was in the military. Garrett's dad and both of his brothers were military. We have a lot of military in our family. And what do military personnel do? When they go out when when these soldiers go out to battle, they don't just throw them on the front lines of this battle. No. Any good military, Will train their soldiers first. And they go through some very intense training, even basic training. You know, Garrett tells me about, you know, the insanity of basic training and how hard it was. And he was in basic back in 1994, I think, 93, 94, somewhere around there. And it was really hard and it was really, really difficult training. But these soldiers get trained first and then they go off to battle. And what we're doing with our kids is we're saying, well, we're going to train you while you're in battle. And then they're losing this battle and we cannot do that with our very precious children so tiffany can you talk about this for a little bit talk about the battle that is being fought and it's being one side is winning we talked about that in episode one the public schools are winning they're doing a great job of what they've set out to do Mm -hmm. but there's another side that's losing this battle
1: Yes. And there's, you know, you can look at the statistics of how many young adults leave their faith. And if you're Mm -hmm. a Christian, you know, that should be extremely important to you. And, you know, it's because they're being indoctrinated. It's extremely difficult to fight against that. You have when your children go to public school, there there aren't very many hours in the day left when they get home. By the time they come home from school and you do homework. And, you know, most often than not, you're going to have hours of homework to do. And I like to tell parents, you're already homeschooling. If you're helping them with homework for hours and hours a day, you're already homeschooling them. So why wouldn't you want to do it on your own terms? Um, And then they have to have dinner and then they have to have baths and then they have to get ready for bed. So that leaves very little time for parents to have the opportunity to disciple their own children. And we know what the Bible says Uh, about our biblical responsibilities as parents when it comes to discipling your own children. And I think that uh, parents, sadly, have been very misled that they can make a difference with going to school board meetings Mm -hmm. and trying to fight the local system to change uh, textbooks and to change curriculum and to change all those things. And I think they're picking the wrong fight. And the reason why I say that is because CRT is not a curriculum. Wait. SEL is not a curriculum. Uh, you know, critical race theory, CRT, SEL, social emotional learning. In our area, there's one called wit and wisdom. None of these are really They're so clever
0: with their titles. Right?
1: Yes. None of these are curriculums. They're ideologies. And what they do is if the parents beat down one, they just come up with another one with yeah. a different name, same ideology, different name. So that's never going to stop because that's the foundation of the public school system or the government school system. That's what they were founded on. That's their purpose. And so it will just be replaced by the same song, different dance, a new curriculum with a different name. So there's no way to win that. So I think parents have to stop and realize that first and foremost and realize first off Publishing and textbook manufacturing is a huge business and there's lots of money involved and they lobby. And so that's not gonna go away. So instead of fighting school boards, what parents really need to be focusing on is stopping and looking at the big picture, researching the history of compulsory education so they understand what they're going up against. And then if they don't like what they see, then they need to find an alternative method of educating their kids. Yeah. Um, you know, And we have the freedom to do that here in the U.S., thankfully.
0: Yeah. Praise the Lord for that. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to hear you talk about how, um, you know, they, they basically just reinvent yes.
1: mm-hmm.
0: how they're teaching it. It's not really right. what they're teaching. Right. And if you look at the other side of that, as Christian parents, if someone were to come into my home and say, you're not allowed to teach that Bible curriculum, I'd be like, all right, I'll teach a different Bible curriculum. Right. Well, it's just under a different title. Right. You know, we would find a loophole. We would find a way to teach what is important to us. Right. Right.
1: Yes. And what our politicians have even found out is by you know banning CRT in schools. Well, what a lot of people don't realize is there are additional resources that can be used in the classroom outside of whatever textbook has been adopted. Then it's almost impossible to be able to police any of that. So effectively, there's no way to remove any of it. And again, it goes back to, you're not going to remove it because it's the foundation of the system. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for parents to educate themselves on the history of compulsory education. So they understand, you know, what they're going up against.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because a lot of, well, not funny, haha, but ironic, I should say. (laughs) Yeah. a lot of parents think, well, we live in a small community. And you do too, Tiffany, you talked about mm-hmm. that. You live in a really um, small area in mm-hmm. Tennessee. And people think we live in a small community. We have a very small school. I know my kids' teachers. We have a very conservative state. And people think that here, we live in uh, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, near right outside of Tulsa. And overall, it's a very conservative area. We have a very conservative governor. We have conservative people here. There's a church on every corner. And so Parents automatically think, "Well, that stuff happens in New York and in Los Angeles and in Chicago and those bigger cities, you know, that are way more liberal." And this was interesting. This was a headline I found not that long ago, um, and this is from the Oklahoma City School Board. Um, and, and well, the, the headline actually says, "Oklahoma Oklahoma City School Board adds sexual orientation and gender identity." And then this is the caption under it. It says, fantastic news out of Oklahoma. The Oklahoma City School Board voted five to two yesterday to add sexual orientation and gender identity to the list of categories protected in the Oklahoma City public school anti-bullying policy. And this is by GLSEN, which I'm sure you're familiar with GLSEN. GLSEN is the gay, lesbian, and straight education network. And they work very closely with Planned Parenthood. And so you've got these organizations that are pouring billions of dollars into the public school system, and they will do anything they can to get their voice heard. And not just to make their voice heard, but to get their agenda. Um, uh, their agenda, you know, filtered in through every subject. And so parents still, I still have parents say, well, you know, we'll, we can just opt out of those classes. And like you're saying, no, no, you can't opt out. It's not a class. It's not like it was when I I was a kid. When I was in junior high, very vividly remember, we had our sex ed class, you know, and I went to a Christian school. And so it was, you know, very clean. And, you know, and I remember the lady who taught it. I don't even remember at that point if my parents had to give permission for me to go to that class. I I have no idea. I would imagine that the school probably would have asked for their permission um, for me to be in that class. But it was kind of like a, an extracurricular class. I don't, I don't know. I think we did it during maybe our history class or science or something. I can't remember. Anyway, um, it was it was different back then, and and even then, I look back and I'm like, well, my parents should have taught me that, not my school, but my parents thought that that's what the schools do, right? Right. And so we could have opted out of that specific class, I think. But today, they have they have incorporated. This into every subject, science, history, language, arts, Mm -hmm. it's everywhere. So the parents can't get away from it.
1: No. And I often get frustrated at the fact that, yes, what they're infiltrating into every aspect of education now is horrible. But in the 80s, when creationism uh, and evolution were in battle and it was adopted that evolution would be taught as fact, no one said a word. Right, um, and so parents should have been concerned about that right. when that happened, um, and and I can and still today. If you pick up any textbook, you'll see evolu- evolution taught us fact. And as Christians, you know, I often say, "Where's the Christian community? Why yeah. didn't someone stand up right. then and say this isn't right?" right. Um, particularly pastors, you know, yeah. in churches, because that used to be the thermostat. Sure. of the community. And so, um, and I've often said on my free your children page that we need those voices, helping parents speaking out and helping parents understand that this is, if you're a Christian, this isn't okay. Um, you can't expect your children to be in these indoctrination centers for, you know, 40 plus hours a week, uh, 40 plus, yeah, 40 plus hours a week. You can't expect them to come away from that unscathed because right. of what they're being taught. They're, you know, if they're you're being right. taught the very antithesis of the Bible right. as truth. And then we wonder why we have so many young people, young adults falling away from the faith. It, it's because, like you right. said, you know, they're not trained and they're put into this situation. And, you know, our oldest son is active duty military currently. And so we know the training that he went through and i think you're sending and now you know the stretch the the reach now is very intrusive because they children are going to school as young as you know 3
0: yeah right so you know
1: it starts early um even earlier than it ever did when you and i were in school i think you know maybe when i went to elementary school i'm not even sure Kindergarten was like half a day,
0: right? Yes.
1: (laughs) And so now these children are younger. It starts younger, and and so they have longer to indoctrinate. Which again was the whole, you know, purpose of this. So and you know, tons of research have been done about you know how damaging it is for uh, education to start so early. You know, with young children anyway, because they're not ready for the information that's thrown at them. But just right. the aspect that our culture as a whole has ignored the fact that creationism for decades has been taught as fact in the public school system yeah. is scary in and of itself. And, and you know, no one spoke out.
0: Right, right. You mean evolution? Yes, evolution. Um, yeah. <laughs> Creation is fact. <laughs> yes, yes. They've taught evolution as just fact. Just to clarify. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that back then, A lot of parents just thought well you know they're just like parents think today they're going to church Mm -hmm. you know they're hearing truth at home Mm -hmm. we're maybe reading the bible together if you're a family who does that which every family should do that of course study god's word together but they think my kids go to youth group my kids go to church on sunday morning and so even if they're being taught evolution in the public schools they know that that's not true we actually had a friend years ago And he, they, they had their kids, their um, child in public school. And I remember saying to them something about, you know, well, are you not concerned about her being taught evolution? And, and she was probably seven or eight at the time. And he looked at his daughter and he said, who created the world? And she said, God, he said, see, she knows the truth. And I was like, oh my goodness, head explode. You know, like he just didn't yes. understand really what was being right. taught to her on a day-to-day basis. Right. And it's so, so damaging. Um, we've got to go to break. So we'll be right back. As we try to impart a biblical worldview in our children and equip them to be salt and light in an increasingly secular culture, we need tools to explain how the scriptures mold our view of every subject we teach. We need homeschool curriculum that shows how the Lord rules over everything we learn while stretching our children to follow Him wherever He leads. Learn how BJU Press Homeschool has served thousands of Christian homeschool families just like yours by visiting BJUPressHomeschool.com. What would you do if you were forced to actually defend your family from harm? Could you do it? Join us in Nevada this coming March at Front Sight for the constitutional defense course hosted by Rick Green. Rick offers a unique combination of constitutional and firearms training you won't find anywhere else. And he's offering an incredible discount for Schoolhouse Rocked listeners. Join us at Front Sight March 13th through 15th. Register at schoolhouserocked.com slash defense. That's schoolhouserocked.com slash defense. We are back with Tiffany um, parents really need to be aware of what's being taught in their own public school system, because like we said, it's, they're very clever in what they call these, you know, CRT and CSE and all the things that are infiltrating this public school system. And I'm, I'm going to take it a little step further. Um, and some parents are going to, are not going to want to hear this, but this is happening in a lot of private schools as well. Yes, There are, there are some, some, very few, some good Christian schools, but there are a lot of quote unquote Christian schools that are teaching this type of thing. And and I'm gonna give a, a firsthand example here. Um, we had years ago, um, well, this was, I guess, about six years ago, Garrett was teaching at a private school in Los Angeles County, and they had a, a, a international program there. And so they had a bunch of Chinese kids went to this school. So we actually had a Chinese student who lived with us for that entire school year. And it was fascinating. I loved having her in our home. We got to study God's word with her. It was so cool. We would read whatever we were studying in the Bible in English. And then she would read to us out loud that same passage in out of her Chinese Bible. It was really cool. But what was so interesting is that she was going to a quote unquote Christian school. And a couple months into her um. School year, she came to me and she asked me for help with some some of her homework. I, I don't remember what exactly it was. And I looked at her science book, and it was a public school science curriculum, and it was teaching evolution, and I was like, "This is your science book, and I you know, I mean, I should have been more aware, but I had no control, of course, over what right. school she was in or what she was being taught. And I was appalled yes. that this Christian school was teaching a public school curriculum. And so it's happening in both public and private schools. And we have to be aware as parents, what is being taught to our children. But I want to say that's impossible. It's the impossible because you can't possibly know everything that's being taught to your kids on a day-to-day basis.
1: Right. If you're not there, you have no idea. And, and I can attest to the same thing there in our local community, you know, with, when the pandemic started, a lot of parents, they didn't want to do remote or hybrid or, or, or virtual school. So they were looking for options. So a lot of academies popped up in mm-hmm. our area. And um, with and, and a lot of them pandered to the homeschool community, the Christian homeschool community. And a lot of parents thought this is the solution to yeah. our problem. So um, I had a parent just a couple of nights ago actually reach out to me. And we were discussing the academy and i asked what they used for science to teach science and she sent me the next generation science standards and so i immediately went and clicked on it and read through the list of standards and they were teaching evolution as fact yeah and you know i said are the parents she she wasn't aware i don't think that they were teaching evolution as fact and so that's why it's so imperative that parents do their research, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to that. But even if, like you said, unless you're there all day long with them, right. there's no way to know because the education isn't parent led and parent directed right. like it is, you know, when you're homeschooling. So you have to decide as a parent and you have to um, decide exactly where your priorities lie and what's right. most important. And, and I'm not saying that's easy because I know sure. it's not, and, um, you know, thankfully there's a huge network, you know, support network to help those parents.
0: Yeah. You know, we were on the other side of this when we said like you, that we would never homeschool. One of the reasons that I used to think I would never homeschool, or didn't want to homeschool or that it wasn't right for our family was because I thought, you know, our girls are going to learn this stuff in the world. They're, they're going to be exposed to the world. And so I thought I would rather them. Learn about evolution so that when they're home, we can debunk it and we can teach them truth. And I wanted them to do that under the protection of our umbrella as their parents. But I just didn't realize, and this was, of course, you know, before we even had kids and before we decided to homeschool. (laughs) What I didn't realize was the impact it would have. I never thought about, you know, the almost 12,000 hours that they were going to be away from us being indoctrinated with this ideology that was contrary to God's truth. I, I I just, it didn't occur to me, you know, I just thought, well, they're gonna learn it anyway. And so let them learn it and then we'll debunk that. But then, you know, once we dug deeper, of course, I was like, well, that that's impossible.
1: Right, well, and, and I'm curious because I get this question a lot. I get, I think there's an assumption that be, because if you're a Christian homeschooler that none of those um, alternate theories are introduced to your children. Right. So I was asked recently, well, do you not teach your children evolution? And I said, we don't teach our children evolution as fact, right. but we most definitely teach them what evolution is, what it's said to be, what that theory is. And then we are able to look at it through a biblical lens and right. then explain why we don't believe that. Right. Um, and we do that with other religions as well. I mean, we don't, you know, it's, it's such a, it's such a misconception that homeschool children are in a box. Right. <laughs> and, and they don't know anything that's happening in the real world. Yeah. Um, we actually study all the religions, you know, and then we, and it helps them. And it, and hopefully if you're a Christian, you're teaching apologetics too, so that right. your children can defend their faith. Right. So then when they look at other religions and they should learn about those, that's my opinion, you know, they should mm-hmm. learn about the world and the other religions, um, across the world. And then you, as the parent, can say, this is what they believe, and this is what we believe and why. Right. And you have that ability when you're homeschooling, and your parent, it's parent led and parent directed. Yeah. Um, and like you said, if your children are away from you for the majority of their formative years, you really don't know, unless you're there with them all day, Every day. And we all know that's not even a possibility because for the most part, parents have been locked out of schools because of COVID, uh, at least for what the last two years. So, you know, even though there might, you know, because I have parents that say, well, I'm there, I'm present, you know, I go to school, I volunteer. Well, COVID ended that. And I know very few parents, if any, who would be allowed to stay, you know, all day long, every day. Um, Right.
0: And And if you're doing that, then you may as well just keep them home, sleep in. (laughs) Don't worry about preparing lunches, right?
1: Exactly. And have your kids at home. You know, and and that's another thing. Children are gone to the to public schools. They're throughout their formative years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's not like when a child grows up. You know, hopefully, if a child decides to go to college and they've been homeschooled, the parent has had all of their formative years to be able to help them to defend their faith. Yeah. So then when they enter the world, you know, where they're going to, you know, be slammed on all sides with, yeah. you know, everything that society has to offer good or bad, mm-hmm. they have a strong foundation. So yeah. that's what homeschooling allows. It allows parents to impart, you know, their faith and their knowledge and disciple them so that they can go out and handle these things, uh, you know, and handle life and handle the world through a biblical link.
0: Amen. Amen to that. Well, we are out of time for this episode. We will be back tomorrow to continue this conversation with Tiffany Boyd. Tiffany, thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank you for um, establishing this group on Facebook called Free Your Children. We'll put a link to that in the show notes so that you guys can find it. Also, if you are not aware, we have recently published what is called the Homeschool Survival Kit. It is a free resource for everyone. If you go to schoolhouserocked.com, you can download it for free. Just put in your name and email address, We'll, we'll email it to you and then you can download that. And it is a 60 something page, I think 62 page document that gives you all of the information, everything you need to know to get started on your homeschool journey, to start strong, to finish strong, and the encouragement that you need. We've got all sorts of resources in there, um, information, links to different podcast episodes that will be really helpful for you to listen to. Go to schoolhouserocked.com and you can get that for free. Also, like I asked in the beginning, please share this episode with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube or listening to it um, through iTunes or whatever, however you're listening to this or watching it, please share this with your friends so that it will encourage them. Thank you guys for joining us. We will see you back here tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.